James catches, puts up the three. Won't go. Rebound, box. Back out to Allen. His three-pointer. Bang! Tie game with five seconds remaining. Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala. Up to the, the five-pointer podcast. And he's your host, Adam and Jacob. Mate, what do you think of the new intro? Mate, I reckon it's beautiful. I love it. Get up and about early days and I'm excited. Well, we've gone through, we've had a few We've had a few podcasts now. We've never actually had an intro, so this is interesting, isn't it? Oh, it's good. Good change, I reckon. And uh, makes you excited, hyped up, ready to go. And it's action-packed today. Yeah, we've got a big, we've got a big, big podcast happening. We've got a lot of things happening. We've got, we're going to be talking about the NBL for the first time this season. So we've got a lot to talk about NBL Cup. They've had the NBL Cup happening at the moment. NBL season's quite quite a few games in. I think about ten games in. Um, and I was speaking of firsts on the podcast, so intros the number one. Yeah, we've got our first guest on the show today too. Yeah, so we're very do. excited for that one and to speak with him. Very knowledgeable about the NBA. We're going to yeah. find out a bit about him and all the way also. from all the way from Queensland too. Yeah. So if you don't know, we're over in Perth, WA. So. Yeah. He's come tuning in from us from the other side of Australia and also very knowledgeable in fantasy, which might be handy, I reckon. Yeah, so we haven't talked about... I don't think we talked about fantasy last podcast. No, we didn't get around to it. So uh, I think there's a lot to talk about. Big oh, we'll ar- later, a bit, but... There's a big argument last night, so... <laughs> Excited to get into that. But uh, before we move on, speaking about the fantasy, you went all right this week, surprisingly. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, fantasy. Or we can probably chat about it later. But uh, we'll chat on to that one. Yeah, later, we'll, we'll get we'll get into that one. There's a big story about that one. So. <laughs> Bit going on there. So uh, yeah, we'll kick it off with the NBL. So we yeah. haven't touched on this yet. And season started, like yep. you mentioned before, NBL cups up and running. Yeah, there's a fair bit going on early days. Yeah, there is. Um, it's very the teams that are sort of now getting to where they're sort of. Where we thought they would be, we have, we didn't really do we didn't do the predictions this year for the NBL, Not but we NBL. we sort of had it. We've had our predictions in our head, but we didn't do a sort of a formal one. Um, we got Melbourne up, up at the top, Melbourne United up at top at nine and one, uh, Wildcats second, and then Illawarra, Southeast Melbourne, Phoenix. So sort of the top four, but there's one. Illawarra is probably the jump there. They're the jump. They're definitely yeah. the jump. Uh, yep. Good to see them up and about after a couple of low years. Yeah, well, we thought after, you know, they had Mellow last year, they thought, I thought maybe they'd just go down even more yeah. this year. But, um, you know, one team that's out of, the, um, out of the top four, who do you think I'm thinking of that's usually in the top four? Oh, the boys from Sydney, I would the have bo- thought. The boys from Sydney, correct. Sydney Kings. They're struggling this year, aren't they? Yeah, very surprising too. So, 11 games they've played at the moment, and they're 5-6. and six. Yeah. You would have thought they'd at least have an over 500 record, but... Yeah, they're struggling to get a groove on, yeah. really. Um, they're just... They're, they don't know... They don't have that usual flow they usually have. They, have the, they probably have the best flow in the NBL. Oh, definitely. Um, usually have the best ev- chemistry, yeah. everything like and that. In, in season, early season. Early season, they're usually at top all the time. You know, there's people like Wildcats that start a bit slow and then catch up towards the end of a season. But Sydney are always ones that are um, up top early. So to see like this is a bit, bit worrying. Yeah, definitely. And uh, as we're just looking at this, very surprising, which, you know, you know teams get off to a flyer, but you don't see them get off to a real flyer. Yeah. Not like you've got here, Melbourne United, 10 games in. They're 9-1. and one. Yeah. When was the last time you reckon you've seen a team, the first 10 games, lose a couple games? Normally yeah. you say... Well, Sydney usually are uh, the top, of, as we said, they're usually they're the normally top. having that type of stat. Yeah, stat but, yeah, but not 9-1. Not and one. They're usually probably 7-3 and three or something like that, you know, but a 9-1 and one start for Melbourne United. Wow. And I've got a stat for you here. 
their one loss actually comes from home too. Wow. So you would have thought it was like one on the road or... Yeah. So, no, they've won everything on the road. Well, it's, it's good to see what they've done with the season so far, haven't they? They've, yeah, obvi- they've obviously, um, you know, had teams come over. Like, people obviously in Perth when we have the, you know, the quarantine... Or not the quarantine, but the, the quarantine Yeah, break, the shutdown the and shutdown. everything. Um, they move the teams and they play games in that area for, like, a little bit or something and yeah. then come back and then... Almost like a little mini hub. Yeah, mini hub. Without, yeah. yeah, but without... About that. a formal, saying a formal hub. But yeah. Um, Cairns on the bottom this year, I think, at the moment? Yep, they are. So there are nine... Uh, sorry, three and nine Yeah, so far in the season. Yep. So, yeah, interesting to see how they're going to be kicking it off. So that's all shaping out to probably where we relatively think teams will sit. Um, but as far as that, stats-wise, we're going to... Continue on with the Wildcats. Bryce Cotton's having another yeah. good start to the year. We are both Wildcats fans, just because obviously we're from Perth, so we're both Wildcats fans. So we're very happy with our back-to-back MVP. Is it back-to-back MVP? Back-to-back, back-to-back MVP. MVP. Bryce Cotton. How good is this man? He is very much a star, absolute gun. And uh, there were talks about him getting his Aussie uh, citizenship. So if yeah. that one actually comes through, oh. not a bad man then that could potentially slide into the Aussie squad. How good would that be? And he would oh, he'd light it up. And even at the moment, he's lighting up the NBL still, averaging just under 24.5 points, over uh, seven assists a game. That's up, that's up from last year. I'm pretty sure that is up. Yeah, because yeah. he's, usually, he's usually up at about – I think his points are up as well. They could be. I yeah. think he usually uh, averages about the 22 and yeah, low 25 yeah. assists a game. Um, but top to about seven point seven assists a game, which is brilliant. Yes, yeah, so and no, good start from him. Uh, Nathan Sobey's also having a very good start, just yep. below him as well. There, and for uh, just under twenty four points a game. And then the man that's always there, Casper Ware. Yeah, man's a machine. One man who I thought's a little low at the moment is old Mitch Creek. Yeah, okay, sliding in there at uh, number six, but uh, they're still having great numbers as well. Leading into that, yeah. Well, you know, some of the, obviously the players are. That are you know we always see in this league are always at the top of these stats, aren't they? But one one man the Wildcats um, have brought in this year from I think he had four years at college is John Mooney. Yes, paying at power forward centre this year. Um, he's been a good pickup, hasn't he, for the Wildcats? Yeah, been very handy too, and um, brings quite a bit to the team too. He's averaging eighteen points, and um, yeah, double double machine, double 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 machine. double machine, which is um, yeah, very good for the Wildcats. Yeah. Cameron Oliver, obviously, doing his usual 17 and probably 10, yeah. So, uh, yeah, a lot of lot of uh, different – there's a few different players in the top 10 in these, uh, this year, which is good to see. You know, got a few, young, few youngsters, so that's good. Um, yeah, but no, yeah. Really, really good to see. And um, so, yeah, we've had the NBL Cup going on too. Do you want to tell us a little bit more yeah, about so that Yeah, so new thing this year they bring in, obviously, because of all that they wanted to get everyone in – because of all the COVID stuff, they want to get everyone into one place and play yep. a whole heap of games. Um, they're called it the NBL Cup, so they're um, in Melbourne for the NBL. It's a hub for a hub uh, from the 20th of February to the 14th of March. So we're about halfway through the cup at the moment. So there'll be uh, all the nine teams um, with 36 games and one winner. So what happens is... Um, that's good. They concept. all come in. Yeah, it's a good concept. They all they bring them all in. It counts to their normal standings. So it's not yep. just the cup. It's the cup is by itself. It's almost a season within a season. Season within a season. Correct. That is right. Um, so what happens is uh, they get. So there's a point system. This is how the points is. So three points awarded to the team that wins the game. Yep. One point awarded to the team that wins 
the scoring in each quarter. So that, what that means, obviously, like the All-Star game in the NBA last year, is trying to get people to win the quarters. Yeah. Um, they get points for that, which is huge. Isn't it makes it? it exciting too. makes it fast, free-flowing game. Because well, everyone's looking to score. It just, and, it, and it gives people, you know, okay, uh, we might, you know, just cruise in the first couple of quarters. You want to win every quarter to win that, yeah. win those points. And then you get actually half a point for water for both teams for a drawn quarter. So okay. anything drawn, half half a point. Um, the game goes to overtime, no further points. So you can't get any yeah. points in the overtime. I, I like that idea too. Otherwise, you know, it just makes it an even comp all round. Yeah. So And then what which is also good is um, there's some prize money up for, for the winners of the NBL Cup. Oh, yeah. So uh, the pr- the prizes are, which is good too, because then it makes an incentive. For incentive that to as actually well. want to win the cup. Yeah, um, which is good because you know, it's all well and good. Everyone wants to win the NBL season, but even this is a little win within itself if you get an extra money out of it. And stuff. Yeah. So, do you want to just tell us about Jacob? I know you've got the, the standings up here for the NBL Cup. Um, so who who's doing well? And I think they played about four or three games so far. So if you want to tell us about the standings, yeah, who's so most, doing well? Yeah, no, for sure. So most of the teams have played either four or three games. Uh, much like uh, the NBL season as a whole, the Melbourne United is still on top, and uh, this is where their one loss comes from. Actually, so they've played four games, they're three and one, cruising along. Wildcats still sitting in second. Your boys at Sydney Kings, you were talking about before. They're sliding up in third, so they're doing a lot better in the cup than what they had at the start of the NBL. And then, yeah, the southeast Melbourne rounding it all out. And uh, actually, Illawarra dropped down a little bit, which is surprising. But besides that, most of the teams are all laid out pretty much the exact same as how they are for the normal NBL yep. leader with our cans still rounding out. Cans are still bottom. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so... Three hundred thousand dollars is up for grabs in the total prize money for the for the NBL Cup, which is which is really good. I yeah. mean, which which club wouldn't want an extra three hundred thousand? Yeah, <laughs> why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you take? Yeah, so, no, it's a really good. I, I really like what they've done, and they've obviously bringing in a lot of um, initiatives like um, uh, the cultures and the, um, you know raising awareness and a lot of things in the yeah. NBL Cup because everyone's there. Everyone's it's really good. I think I think it's a really good initiative. So. Yeah, no, I like it, and it'll be interesting to see if. It will stay in seasons coming as well, yeah. or for it's just a one season kind of thing. So yeah, very excited to see how that one goes. Um, so yeah, what team at the moment is sort of surprising you? We've probably talked about it. Well, what team sort of you know disappointing at the moment? Obviously, both of us would probably say disappointing Sydney Kings. Hey, yeah, especially out the gates. Like like you mentioned before, they're pretty much a fast starting side as yeah. well. So it's it's very surprising to see them down there. And as far as the surprise package goes, it'd probably have to be the yellow It Hawks. has to be the yellow It has Hawks. to be, yeah. yeah, sitting up there in third at the moment. Yeah, so obviously Wildcats looking for back-to-back-to-back this year, is that correct? I believe so, yeah. Um, so no, very excited for that. We're hoping, I mean, slightly biased here, but we're hoping that comes through. Yeah, we want them to win, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's probably enough for the MB- NBL today. Yeah, um, no, we'll touch on that one some more as we keep going through. What we're going to do is we actually are going to bring our guest on. Yeah. So we're going to take a short break now. Yep. And then we're going to come back with our guest uh, call-up. And we're going to talk through the NBA and get his thoughts. And we're going to find out a little bit about him too. Yeah. And we got some we got some questions again. So we can't wait to answer them. Yeah, very excited to get through to those. All right. We'll so, see you after the break. So, Jacob, I heard there's some big news from the Fifth Quarter Media Group. Can you tell me about it? Yeah, sure thing. So, if you head to the Facebook page, Fifth Quarter Media, 
There you can find exciting news about upcoming podcasts, uh, our blog page where there's going to be the hosts uh, sharing thoughts and stories about each sport, what's coming up. And also you can find the Fifth Quarter Media apparel site where you can find Fifth Quarter Media merch and very more exciting things are coming around that front. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Thank you for telling me. All right, and welcome back from the break. Adam, how are we doing? All ready to roll? All ready to roll for NBA. Oh, very good. So, yeah, we're going to talk about the NBA now, and we have our guest on with us now. So, Jeremy, how are you doing, mate? Good, mate. Good. Yourself? Oh, very well, thank you. Been so, well? Jeremy's joining us from over in the Queensland. Over in Queensland, yeah. yeah. In, the sunny, in the sunny state, mate. In Brizzy. How's it, how's it over there with the COVID and stuff? All good? Yeah, pretty good, actually. Brisbane's been in a um, pretty good spot. They've uh, We've only really had one main lockdown or one lockdown after the 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 big one that kind of happened in i suppose may may june last year um yep. and that was literally for three days i think it was in mid mid to end of jan there was three days where we were locked down but um got through that relatively relatively okay and haven't had anything since so yeah it's been Beautiful. great it's been uh, good. pretty cruisy yeah it's pretty pretty good in australia compared to a lot of the world so it's um yeah, and especially WA as well. WA is doing quite well. So yeah, WA, yeah. Queensland, um, and yeah, some of the other states are doing really well. Yeah. So well, well, the question we wanted to know, obviously, we we wanted to ask every every guest that comes on here, um, who do you follow in the NBA, and how did you um, get into basketball <laughs> and or whatever? Yeah. Yeah, and just before that, first guest on the show too. It so is the first guest. Very yeah, right. How exciting! Yeah, uh, you are the you are you first, are the first um, guest. So, what an honor! You know, this what is an the honor first... to be the first guest. Yeah. You, got a, you got a lot of knowledge about NBA, so we wanted to have you on. <laughs> no, perfect. It's, it's an absolute honour. Absolute honour. Um, yeah, so who do you support? Yeah, look, um, I support Portland uh, Trailblazers. Oh, I've probably I've probably been supporting them for, jeez, about 10, 11 years now. Yep. Um, and it, they, they've basically been the team I supported since I started watching uh, a bit of the NBA. Um, and that kind of basically started just, just after high school, um, I can't actually remember how I caught on to it, but um, yep. like I just remember watching a few games a bit more and more, um, and just like really enjoying it and kind of getting involved a bit more um, with you know, social basketball and things and just playing around yep. with mates and stuff. Um, and a few a few mates were just kind of keen on uh, a fantasy team or fantasy yep. league. Um, and so yeah, we we kind of created a, a league, and and that's where it really kicked on for me. Like I really got into um analyzing analyzing players and and getting very uh statistical about um about games and players and things and and it's really just grown from there um we've got in our in our fantasy league now we've got 12 guys all pay 200 bucks each and it's a it's a um, there's fair stakes on the line mate it's big stakes big stakes (laughs) um uh, and that's that's pretty much like where my love for, for basketball came. Like it never came at a, a really young age. I've never really yep. played properly, um, you know, uh, in a proper basketball league myself. Yep. Um, but just love the sport. It's a very athletic sport. Um, being pretty uh, fit and athletic guy myself, I, I, I do like that sort of um, physical activity. Yeah. So, um, yeah, no, it's, it's really good. Really enjoy it. Oh, it's great to hear. So uh, how do you go out on the court? I know Adam and I, we've mentioned a bit of our – uh, not so good abilities out there. So <laughs> how do you go out there? <laughs> oh yeah, look, it it is a to be honest, it's a very hard. I, I find it a very hard game to to play. Um, <laughs> look, my shot's not too bad. 
I haven't picked up a basketball in in a little while, so um, it, I've, I'm pretty pretty rusty at the moment. Um, <laughs> but I'm a pretty lean lean and fit guy, so I got a bit of hops on me. Pretty much the only thing I could do would be dunk or lay up. At the oh. moment, my shot would be pretty rubbish. I think you're already doing better than both of us. Now. <laughs> <laughs> Just trying to get into the paint to, would be the hardest thing, I think. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so so being a Portland fan, big question at the moment, obviously, is uh, you know Damian Lillard mi- missing the uh, the All Star starters. <laughs> uh, what were your thoughts on that on that happening? Um, look, yeah, the West is um, the West is in a really tough spot at the moment with um, especially with guards. So. Like I'm not, I'm not too disappointed with um with him not being in the starters. Obviously, yep. he's um been there or thereabouts for the last probably five years now. So yeah, um I think his his ability is definitely there. Obviously, his um whether it be his fan base or his popularity, maybe that's still still coming through. Um, yeah, well, the sort of the person that sort of beat him out for that starters is Doncic, and he has a lot of pop popularity. So it's really a lot of it's the popularity part. Um, I think, I think it yeah. is, yeah. And um, like I think mainly, like with with Doncic, he's come from Dallas, who are very um, a very popular and well well rounded um, uh, team. Yeah. So, like, franchise I think that probably has a bit more of an impact. Yeah, yeah their franchise is, has done a bit better than Portland, and yeah, yeah. especially over recent years. And I, yeah, I think too that it's always going to be a tough one too because you're speaking of popularity, and you got Steph Curry too. That's probably the two <laughs> that go hand in exactly. hand. So it's pretty hard to knock him off. So it's yeah, obviously, yeah. Don't so it's your Lillard. While while we're on um, the All Stars, we might announce them on our podcast because we actually did our predictions on our All Star teams last podcast. So yeah. yeah. Uh, Jacob, do you want to go through the starters for us for the All-Star game, please? Yeah, sure thing. So starters, uh, we'll just go starters as a whole. Yep. So uh, we got Giannis Attentacumpo, Bradley Beal, Stephen Curry, Luka Doncic, Kevin Durant, who's also the captain for the East. Yep. Uh, Joel Embiid, Kyrie Irving, LeBron James, who's also the captain for the West, Nikola Jokic and Kawhi Leonard. Yep. That's pretty handy names there yeah, off the so bat. Quick, quick, quick chat on the starters. Yeah, so um, I think me, I think I got the starters pretty much bang on, didn't I? Nearly uh, nine out of ten or something. I got to, for our prediction. Jacob, you struggled a little bit. Oh, not that much. <laughs> there, were, there, there were a few ones. I did make that one a couple of weeks before we recorded the episode too. So that also hurt. Um, but yeah, I had between. I think I went with Paul George in the end, but between him, him Kawhi Leonard. Um, I think I had Jalen Brown, but it's... Oh, the one that kind of surprised me was Kyrie Irving. I didn't really know if he deserved a starting spot, but didn't know who was going to replace him at the same time. Don't know yeah, if yeah. you boys had any other thoughts on that one. Because I just thought with the games he missed at the start and then a couple injuries he picked up. Yeah, yeah I, I, think, I think with the... Um, just with the games missed for Kyrie, is always going to be a bit of an interesting one, um, whether he gets that starter spot. Or not? Um, yeah, because he does play such a good game when he does play, but he only plays, a, you know, sixty percent of games. So um, yeah, yeah, it's just because obviously there's fifty percent fan votes. It's popularity, so it doesn't yeah. matter. If, it doesn't matter if they don't play or don't. You know, well, that's the other thing too, because you saw Caruso was getting votes and he's <laughs> playing. Taco falls in the votes, and I don't know the last time he actually stepped on well, the I think the last <laughs> player that um that were got votes and that actually I think got in the reserve spot was um Zaza, that probably yeah. oh, that yeah, shouldn't yeah, have been in a, there. Like you're like, call. why why is Zaza 
uh, potential. The, I don't think he made the All Star team, but yeah, even yeah, even yeah. in the it's, in the mix. Even talking about that, do you like the how they do it? So you got fifty. I think it's fifty percent on fans, twenty five percent on media, twenty five percent on player uh, voting. Player voting. So I don't know. It's 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 a weird dynamic, but you got to. It's the All Star game is all about the fans. So you sort of yeah. have to have them at fifty percent, don't you? Well, definitely oh, yeah. give them I the agree. chance to vote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fans definitely do uh, need need a bit of influence on on that vote. I think the player vote could probably come up a little bit more than the media vote. Um, yeah. Those two would probably go hand in hand. Like I think the media are pretty pretty much well across. You know what players should or shouldn't be in the in the game, and then yeah, yeah. the um, the players obviously themselves would know who should and shouldn't be um, playing in that all star game. So. Yeah, yeah so uh, while there, Jacob, do you want to announce those reserves as well, please? Yeah, sure thing. So I'll just, like, same again, I'll just list them all off. So starting the reserves, we've got Jalen Brown, who's actually making his first All-Star appearance. It's great to see he's been balling out. Anthony Davis, Paul George, Rudy Gobert, James Harden, Zach Levine, Damian Lillard, Donovan Mitchell, Chris Paul, Julius Randle, Ben Simmons, Jason Tatum, and Nikola Vucevic, and rounding it out, Zion Williamson, also for his first spot. And um, just to update that one, because this was an old list that I've got up here, with Anthony Davis not playing, being brought in is um, Devin Booker. Beautiful. And then also Kevin Durant also looks like he won't be available for the All-Star game. So Tatum's actually starting, and Sabonis has been brought into the reserves. Yeah, I'm, I'm obviously, you know, we, we were, obviously you know, Booker had to be in it. Like, yeah. <laughs> I think this is one we mentioned pretty much as we saw the list is how's Chris Paul making it over Devin Booker? Yeah, like, obviously, yeah. I love Chris Paul and, you know, Chris Paul's probably an all-star, but in a team where who, who's the who's the all-star in the team? It's Devin Booker. So, you know, it's one of those ones. No, definitely. Absolutely, yeah. And they're what, yeah. fourth? They're fourth in the West or fifth in the West, which is yeah. like, even teams like that always have about two or overall, at least two in, in, the, in the whole all-star game. Yeah. But even still, um, yeah, great to see a few other names get mentioned. Vucevic has had an amazing season, so it's good to see him. Yo, James Harden was the other one. He was the one that I thought who could have maybe pimped Kyrie for the starting role, but yeah. good to see, even see him on the bench. And um, even Zach Levine, he's been balling out this season to see him get the nod. My boy, I love um, him. <laughs> yeah, I love Zach Levine. But no, this is pretty good. Um, don't know if you have any other thoughts on the reserves. Great to see Jalen Brown, yeah, get a call up as well. Yeah, anyone's anyone's that sort of might have been around or missed out, Jeremy? Well, look, I think they I think they got the reserves pretty pretty well bang on. Um, yep. Yeah, there are a couple of guys there. Yeah, like your um, Booker and um, even Sabonis. Like I think I feel like he deserved a a, um, a spot originally, um, which yeah, is really good yeah. to see. Yeah, originally, um, it's good to CP3, see him. Well. Yeah, exactly, exactly. CP three was an interesting choice. Um, he like he has been playing really good basketball and like back to his um, Hornets days like you know he's he's actually been balling out dishing out assists like yeah. I think today he might have hit fourteen or yeah, 13 14 assists, assists or something ridiculous yeah. so like he's he's just been absolutely balling out but to go past you know Booker or to have CP three from the yeah. Suns be slow. Yeah, but the, but is then it's a bit of an interesting one. But you can sort of think about it the other way: is where they've gone is you know CP3s come into the team, and where were they last year? Fourteen. Yeah, true. Well, well they, 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 they outside. No, yeah. they just outside with the obviously just outside. Yeah, yeah, just outside. And but he's come in, and 
and, and they're the fourth or fifth in the wet. So who, yeah. like, how how do you rank it? Do you rank it as in who's the best player or who's the most in, influential player? Sort of like the MVP, you know? Well, I think <laughs> yeah. coming to All Star Game, it's a lot more stat based compared to looking at where teams are standing and everything else. It's more how the individuals are. Yeah. So if you look at that between the two players, I'd think Devin Booker's way ahead of CP3 in that aspect. Yeah. Yeah. I think that maybe the only reason that he's not being considered uh, to where CP3 is, is he's not having a good of year as he has previously. Um, yes. And that, that has definitely reflected, I suppose, um, fantasy-wise, but it hasn't shown on, their, on the team. Like, obviously, Phoenix is sitting fourth with Booker not shooting the ball too well to start the season and taking quite a few games to get his, you know, to get in the groove of things. Yeah. Um, so I think that just goes to show the, the influence that CP3 did have on the team coming in. Um, yeah. And obviously, yes, uh, Devin Booker's in, uh, non or absence from the All-Star game initially. Yeah, so no, just want to, just want to, Jacob, there's a few honourable mentions that didn't make it. I'll just make a, if you guys want to make a few, um, you know, Thoughts on these players that didn't make it. So there's a few players, obviously, that yeah. didn't make it at all that you'd think you'd make it. So, go I Jacob. Think, I think honourable mentions is a nicer way of putting it. Yeah. I think snubbed <laughs> is the way we should really be looking at yeah. it. Um, one off the bat straight away, um, you're talking teams and playoff contention. For the Spurs, DeMar DeRozan has been playing very well this season. I thought pretty stiff not to get and not in, but like yeah. we highlighted with the there's West. So, and there's so many players. There's so many good players. It's hard, but, it, you know... You can say they're snumps, but you know, there's who are you going to swap them with? Yeah, that's it. So it's just <laughs> another um, one that I would have loved to seen, and probably unfortunate for his injury that he didn't get a nod. One of uh, your boys, Jeremy, is uh, CJ McCullum. Yeah, absolutely love yep. the way he started the season. Thought he was r- right up for a chance for making All Star game. I think he would have. To be honest, I think I think he would have. Um, and it's just one of those unfortunate things that yeah, he copped a a pretty serious, uh, potentially season-ending injury. Yeah, hopefully and, not, um, though, because he's, he's yeah. been on fire. <clears throat> so, um, but yeah, that's a bit of a disappointment for, yeah. for well, Portland and for CJ. Yeah, one of these, one of the guys that is probably one of the most dis- disrespected players in this league, Mike Conley from the Utah Jazz. <laughs> <laughs> How good is this man? This man is, uh, he's, <clears throat> he's definitely snubbed. Yeah. This was the year. If it was any year that he could finally get into something, this was the year. How does he not have an all-star period? Like, you go to the end of his career and you go, look at this guy, <laughs> and you go, he's not going to have an all-star appearance. No, or an all-star. That's, I think that's just a bit ridiculous. But No, I completely agree. Um, but I guess there's two ways to look at it. First, you've got to look at all the guards in the West and who, like, how you're fitting him in. Yeah. And as well as that, you've already got two players from the Jazz in there, and Donovan Mitchell and Rudy yeah, Gobert. But, yeah, but think about it; they're, they're top of the they're, they're like top of the West. Yeah, but you so the way you kind of look at it, you got to replace him for one of those two, or you're going to try and kick someone else out of there. Yeah, <clears throat> I think yeah, definitely he should be an honourable mention. I don't know if he's quite had the season for him to be in the all-star game, even as a reserve. But um, definitely if we look at, um, say, compare it to the likes of Chris Paul coming into to Phoenix and see where they are now. Yeah. I mean, if you look at Utah, they're sitting on top of the West, of a, a unre- unrealistically competitive West. Yeah. Um, and, you know, that doesn't come on the back of one person in Donovan Mitchell or Rudy. You know, that, that comes on... Uh, Conley, it comes on um, Bogdanovich, yeah. it comes on 
um, pretty much all of their starters, you know, uh, Ingles as well coming off the bench. So I think um, Conley is definitely an honourable mention, but I don't know if he's quite had yeah. the uh, the stats or, yes. or even and the popularity you're, you're, to back it up. Yeah, you're right with the stats and the point. He's not he's not obviously very popular, but he's. I just I just think he's. Um, his impact he has on the jazz, just the impact yeah. he has on his jazz, on the jazz, on the jazz, and is just incredible. And it's, I just, yeah. I just feel bad that he wouldn't. He's not. This was the season he probably could get. He could have got an all star appearance. And he, yeah, it, absolutely. It's just not, not going to get another, another mention. Probably um, Trey Young. Yeah, um, I was going to say. Yeah, you know, he was, a, he was a starter as well when you look at it last yeah. season, and now he's yeah. out of the game completely. And um, <clears throat> it's probably a tough one too because he was. On fire the start of the season. Yeah. Probably slightly dropped off a bit, but yeah, it's an interesting one. He's, yeah, I mean, he's so, he's, he's obviously, he, he gets so many assists and he shoots. What is he? he probably, I think he's averaging probably 27 points a game yeah. um, and probably near, near, near 10 assists. So he's actually averaging 27. He's eighth in the league for scoring and he's averaging over nine and a half yep. games. He's only smashed spot on. And that's third in the league, too. So yeah, he's, that's unreal. Yeah, but, it's, um, it's maybe it maybe it's just one of those ones that struggles because on, on he's on a bad team. It's just one of those ones, you know, one of those ones that you know he's probably he's far he's so good he's so good, but he's just on a bad team. Yeah, and I think another way to look at that too is you can look at the increase of talent that there is now in the East as well. For him not to even make a reserve spot after starting, yeah. it just brings the likes of yeah. you know, Jalen Brown's had a good season. Zach Levine's also had a very good season. Yeah, yeah, and trying to kick yeah. him out for. And then you got the um, the income of uh, of Harden that's come into the East as well. Yeah. Obviously, yeah, Kyrie's been in the East for a while, and Bradley Beal, um, yeah. yeah, making oh, his Batman. first uh, his Batman. first uh, starter, oh. which is great. That's that's oh, um, really beautiful. good to see. And if he didn't make the All Star game this year, I don't know what would have happened to the NBA. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you just have to reward. You just have to reward someone that is averaging over thirty three points a game. Yeah, thirty three yeah. points a game—that's unreal. Yeah. Um. One. One more. I have to mention one of my boys, Tobias Harris. Yeah. Look. Um. While we're on your boys, yeah, Tobias Harris is probably a bit stiff. I was actually very surprised Ben Simmons made it. I know he's probably top five in the vote for the depoy and he's had a good season still, but I didn't think he'd been that good to really make the all-star game in the reserves. But um, yeah, Tobias Harris, I think pretty stiff, but same. It's yeah. a bit like the Mike Conley, I guess. Have, trying to who do you, three who do you bring the out? Same team. Yeah. Yep. And I mean, you look at their, some of their uh, forwards, you've got Jason Tatum there. Um, you've got Levine potentially as a guard forward. Yeah. Um, Jalen Brown's also Simmons, a guard forward. Jalen yeah, Brown. Yeah. So yeah, like there's some pretty, some pretty tough guys to, uh, Take out if you wanted to include. Obviously, Sabonis so, missed it at first. And and Sabonis missed it Kumbay. first up. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, but definitely, definitely, guys who will definitely be around um, in years to come and could potentially get their their spot in the All Star game. Oh, for sure. Just one thing before we move on from the All Star game. Don't know if you actually know this one, but yeah, Jimmy Butler got asked to fill in that spot for Durant. I he heard got, he got asked. Yeah, and he uh, turned around and said. Uh, I'll only come if Bam Adebayo can come as well. So, oh, right. But, wow. but you just look at that as a, a teammate, just like as a culture you build in. It's not a bad bloke yeah. to have. Like, he doesn't want all the accolades for himself. He wants to bring all his teammates and everything else. Yeah, but then again, too. but then again, it's Jimmy Butler, so he could he could be going through. Oh, I just want to show my. <laughs> I just want I just want my name out there, sort of thing, and I want to look oh, like I want to look like I'm 
It's Jimmy Butler. You don't know. No, no, you don't know. But I thought I thought that was a pretty cool one, though, just for, like, when you look at the team around. Because I know, as you just highlighted, he cops a bit of slack in the past. But it looks like he's kind of changed, I reckon, a bit of Miami. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I thought that was Maybe it's actually one. because they're, they're in the hunt. Maybe it's because they're actually he's on a good side that potentially going to do some things with the, the talent that they've got mm. um, in the years to come. So who knows? Maybe it's a changed man. Yeah. And um, like I said, I don't know how true that is too, but I thought that was a <laughs> fun little one to throw out just before we move on. Yeah, let's move, let's move sort of off the All-Star game, move into probably, you know, what is happening in the season in the last couple of weeks. Um, few surprises, few teams dropping off a little bit, few teams on a, some bad runs and few teams on some really good runs. Some of the teams that, uh, you know, were struggling at the start of the season are starting to show up a little bit now. Teams like Toronto, Miami, um, a team that's very surprising in the East. The New York Knicks are in fourth. What's everyone's thoughts on the New York Knicks? Holy. Oh, how good would it be to be a Knicks supporter right oh, now? Oh, my <laughs> no, God. Definitely. Unreal. I think it's great Unreal. to see. And um, I actually really like the move of bringing Derek Rose back. Oh, I do too. Yeah. Uh, I've, I've actually picked him up off the uh, waivers on our fantasy um, league, and I hope I hope it's going to pay off. Oh, I, I hope think it's going to so. pay off under under Coach Thibodeau again. I think um, that was a really smart decision by yeah. the Knicks. Coach Thibodeau, uh, he's a good coach, and he's obviously yeah. he's coached D Rose. He's... They've coached D Rose before. Yeah. Um, you know they've done some good things in the past. Yeah. So like with the talent that they've got at the moment in in Randall, who's having an unbelievably oh, great, uh, mate, phenomenal great year. Yeah. Uh, so far, let's let's hope that they can keep the the uh, train rolling and and make a serious push for playoffs. Yeah, another yeah. another couple of teams that have sort of dropped off. It's actually the top two teams, um, the top on the west and the top in the east that have dropped off in the last probably two weeks. Um, the Los Angeles Lakers are five and five in the last ten games, and I think it was actually a four four losing streak or three losing streak before yeah. they won today. And they actually dropped down to be uh, the second worst offensive team. Rated in the league with Anthony Davis going out. Yeah, so that was obviously that's a big loss. So LeBron's had to do a lot, hasn't he? <laughs> yeah, but he's getting a little bit of help now. Well, slowly at times, you know, from Schroeder and who was who was out for a couple <coughs> games. Who was out for a few games as well. Um, you know, Kuzma's coming into the starting line now and starting to score in the double digits. Um, it's just going to be a tough one to see how they manage that with the rest of their role and, players. And then the other one on the Eastern Conference, obviously my boys, Philadelphia, mm-hmm. five and five in the last ten. Struggling a little bit. Yeah, a little bit, but um, I'm sure they'll come good, you know. They've had a few things going on too with their COVID protocols and only having so many players available. Yeah, it's been but difficult. I think they've pretty much nearly got back to their full roster and, um, yeah, I mean, they should be looking a lot better now, even though they're still struggling against Cleveland. They're uh, 0-2 against the great boys. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe it was 2 against Cleveland. What is this? It's the uh, Colin Sexton show. That's it. Well, he's having a great so year yeah, too. Talking about yeah. Sexton, I was going to say he's probably he's probably another snub, but yeah, I don't don't, don't know how you fit him in, but he's having a really good season. Yeah, um, another team obviously that's um doing really well. The sort of you know we knew that would be would, we knew that would start coming as the Milwaukee Bucks. Oh yeah, they had to. Speaking of that too, the Brooklyn Nets are also jumping up a bit now. They're playing a lot better with Durant out too, and Irving as we highlighted before missing the odd game here or there. Yeah. But how good Harden be? Oh Jesus, jeez, yeah. Uh, he had that little uh, rough patch sort of just after he joined and took a little while to connect again. But, um, 
No, yeah, Harden's been playing out of his skin again. But he's, which, um, he's not taking he's not taking all the shots like he used to. No, how many is he leading the league in assists? Probably, I think he's at eleven assists a game, nearly, isn't he? He's, I think he's almost averaging a triple double. Um, he's getting that virtually almost every game, but he's only scoring low teens, yeah. early twenties, really. Yeah. Like he's not trying to take the scoring. And it's been interesting too with the Nets. What the the lineups have been rolling out. Mm. You know, DeAndre Jordan coming off the bench, missing a couple games. Brown, Brown starting as center. Yeah, yeah. So, like, like, <laughs> and um, it's it's the old uh, Houston Rockets of old with PJ Tucker at center. Yeah, it is. And having no small height. small ball. Yeah, but yeah, I mean they've been playing it. well, so you can't take that away. Yeah. Um, just a few decisions I wanted to talk to you guys about is the D- Detroit, um, sitting Blake Griffin until they can find a trade for him. And also Cleveland dropping my big boy, my fantasy boy, which I'm very pissed off about, uh, Andre Drummond, until they find a trade. What are your thoughts on them doing that? Oh, I mean, it's, it's probably not the best way to go about it. But if you've got no. players who just have no interest in playing for you at all and going to offer nothing, it's probably the best way of going about it. Mm. I mean, there's no point playing them if they're going to do nothing at all. Yeah, but or like not even but, try. But it, yeah, but is someone like a Drummond is, I think. I think in that situation, they just want – they just obviously have Jared Allen and they want Jared Allen to be their main centre. Yeah. And I think Drummond was obviously taking up too much too much of that time for him. Yeah. But I think conversely too, when you look at it, surely the players would want to be playing too because they'll boost up their trade value as well if they start playing well. Yeah. And, just, and even mm, for the team's sake, like, I don't you get like, more out of it. Yeah, I don't like teams just coming out, we're going to sit this guys because we want to trade. Don't they lose the leverage? Uh, I would think to an extent. Jeremy, I'd be interested to get your thoughts, yeah, Jeremy, Jeremy. But I think, think, yeah, look, yeah. I think it's a bit of a double-edged sword. These these teams are, you know, I think worst record in the league at the moment, or second to worst. Yeah, second to worst and third or worst. Yeah, um, and both probably not likely to make playoffs. Um, it's a hard line to toe, I think, when you've got a player who doesn't want to play and wants to be traded mm-hmm. uh, in both, um, obviously, um, uh, Drummond and... Oh, Drummond actually doesn't want to be traded, does he? Oh, I think I think Drummond's more about, like, he'll play, he'll keep playing, he doesn't mind, but I think, you know... Yeah. He'll, he'll... Griffin, Griffin definitely has expressed yeah. interest in, um, in leaving. Yeah. Um, it's, I, I think as a franchise, it's a hard line to toe when you're trying to keep your team morale up and, um, you know, trying to give everyone a fair spot on the team when probably your best couple of players are turning around and saying, no, I don't want to play. Yeah. Or you're saying to them, we're not playing you until we find your trade. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I probably agree that it's not from a franchise point of view. It's not the way to go about things, mm-hmm. um, but there's no point in playing a player who's not interested in being in the, in the team. Yeah. I think for both players, they probably have enough of a resume that, I don't think you really need to keep playing them to show what they're worth. Yeah. I think most teams will know what they're worth and they'll, um, I think they'll, they should both get a, a fair trade before deadline. Yeah. So I think talking about deadlines, not that far away. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we've got a few, I think there's a couple of questions I might've seen on Instagram about it. So yeah, we'll, get sure we'll touch into we'll that. Touch into that. But um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Talking about those two, Drummond and where Drummond and Blake Griffin, where do you think Jacob? Where's their best fits? Oh, it's a tough one too because I'd say, especially for 
probably Drummond's sake, the Lakers would probably be the best fit for them right now, either them or the Nets who are screaming out for a centre. Mm-hmm. But I don't think either team has any assets really to offload for. Nah. Yeah, them. and then Blake Especially Griffin. when you look at the Nets who have just virtually carked yeah. their whole team for Harden. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and for Griffin, honestly, I have no idea because Griffin he's really dropped off this year. You've seen he actually hasn't made any dunks all year compared. <laughs> and he's he shoot shooting a lot of threes. He wants so, to shoot the three. It's really, really well, that weird. was the best asset he had was his athleticism and ability to dunk. Yeah. He just seems to have no confidence in that. So I honestly have no idea who I've, would want to pick that I've up. Heard, I've heard the interest is in the Lakers for the Blake Griffin. For Griffin. Um. Is he a good fit for them? I don't think so, but I, I oh, they, they, he could be all right. Depends. I wouldn't think so, but I think for the moment, either one of them would be good for the Lakers, just considering Anthony Davis is out mm. and they're really looking for another yeah. big man. Yeah, the only problem is Blake Griffin's on a big, big, big expiring, big, uh, expiring <laughs> contract. I mean, it's like nearly $40 million, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's something it's ridiculous really like big. that. Yeah. I think he's the fifth most paid player in the league. Jeez. Jeez. Yeah. Um, but someone yeah, yeah that doesn't give you too much value anymore. That's uh, a bit of overspend. I would like to um, I'd like to see either of those two guys, probably more so Drummond, on uh, Bulls side. I think they're another team that could could do with a a, a really solid center. Yeah, someone uh, they're kind of struggling Jr. in that position. Yeah, look, I think Carter Jr. has been doing okay for where he's at, mm. um, but he's not your typical big man. He's he's a bit shorter he's probably too than undersized. Big man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's a bit undersized, and he probably gets a bit bullied uh, in the paint going up for boards and things. Um, yeah. Definitely a strong boy, but I think yeah, having someone big, big bodied and big framed like your Drummond or Griffin would definitely help uh, the Bulls, who are probably going to look at playoffs and. Mm. I think that could be the last piece that they might need before a developing side. Yeah, especially with the likes of Markinen as well as being injured on and off for them too. Another team I could throw into that, I reckon the Hornets could do with another big man. I mean, they've got Cody Zeller, who's always handy, but nothing amazing. They have PJ Washington, they play there at times, who's six foot eight. Dominated today, though. Absolutely dominated. But I reckon they could do with another biggish player as well. And I think, yeah, either one of them could probably help them out. Yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, so the last, obviously, going through that, we'd probably uh, move into our fantasy. Now, yeah. Jeremy, you'd be excited about this one. Excited, mate. Pumped. Absolutely pumped. I'm having a blinder of a year. <laughs> yeah. So uh, first off, yeah, just uh, do you want to rattle off your team and let us know how how you're how you're doing in your season? Yeah, absolutely. So um, we are. We're in a keeper league, so we're probably in our sixth year yep. um, of of this kind of a um, league. Yep. Um, and basically, yeah, like I said before, two hundred dollars buy in. The boys get really into it. Um, Twelve teams. We're looking at we're actually expanding to fourteen next year. Yeah. Um, so it's getting very competitive, and uh, there's a group chat that goes on. So if uh, I don't know if any of the boys are going to listen, but shout out to the Squeak Scolari um, league. Uh, and Eric, Eric Surgeon, the commish. Yep. Um, but I'll, I'll rattle through my team first. Uh, and Sorry, I'm, just I'm before very... that, Jeremy. Did you say you got a yeah. commissioner as well? Yep, yep. So we got that is got a lead. One... I, I do highly rate that. We've got one main commissioner, and then we've got uh, th- three assistant commissioners. We need that. Uh, yeah. There's so many arguments. No, there's that's... so many arguments <laughs> now. We need, we need a commissioner. No, I was just thinking, just for like fantasy sake in general, that's a brilliant idea. Yeah. I do like that. 
But they absolutely know commissioner is he pl- is he part of like is he playing? He is playing. He does play. So yeah. he's got his own team. Yeah. Okay. Um, but he if he he basically wrote the rules of the league. So we have yeah. a constitution. We have rules. Um, we have yeah. It, it's um. It's so been it's really no mucking for around four or five years now. Yeah, absolutely. Um, wow. You know, guys previously had tried to do some dodgy things to um, get around the technicalities of of Yahoo um, Fantasy, <laughs> yeah. um, and that was pretty much nipped in the bud straight away. So okay, um, so you guys are yeah. on Yahoo Fantasy, are you? Yeah, we're on Yahoo. Yeah. I okay. would highly recommend if anyone is on anything else to to go to Yahoo. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So, um, yeah because we're, so we're, we're on the we're on the ESPN one. Yeah. Look, we 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 were on ESPN on in our first year. Yeah. Um, First or two, first two years maybe, and we basically canned it after that. It was um, a bit too. It wasn't as flexible as Yahoo is. Yeah. Um, in allowing lots of different moving parts and and things to uh, different settings and league uh, in the league to happen. Yeah. Cool. Well, we might have to look 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 through that actually. Yeah. Definitely look into it. Yeah. 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 So yeah, uh, we stopped it, but yeah, rattle 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 yeah. rattle for your team now. We'll, we'll have yeah. To- so I suppose my starting lineup would probably be Chris Paul. Uh, Zach Levine. Um, who would be my forward? Oh no, probably Chris Paul, Fred Van Vliet, Zach Levine, uh, Julius Randle, and Vooch, oh, uh, Nikola Vucevic, center. And then, so we've got uh, we've got a pretty deep team at the moment because of COVID. We added two extra spots. Yeah. So yeah. then, then I have uh, Clint Capella. Yep. Um, Jar Morant. Right. Yep. Um, Mike Conley. Oh, oh, yeah. Uh, Kyle Anderson. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, obviously, like I said before, I picked up Derek Rose this week. Um, I've got Boji, uh, Bojan Bogdanovic. Yep. And a couple of just sort of fly-ins from the last couple of weeks that kind of drop off my team every now and then would be Lou Williams, Derek Jones Jr., and Rui Hachimura. Right. Okay. So yours was a draft, correct? It's a auction draft. Okay. Um, however, like I said, we've it's a keeper league, so we've we've had keepers in our in our teams for the last five, probably five years now. Oh, so you um, keep the player from so yeah, you, years before. So yeah. correct me if so I'm you, wrong, but you get to keep so many players, and then the rest go yeah, out to an auction. Exactly. So yeah, you, right, you okay. the keepers slots are on a contract. So. Uh, let's go back, uh, say, five years when we did our kind of first auction draft. Yeah. And let's say I think I picked up um, Vooch for $40 in that auction draft. That basically means that I keep, if I wanted to keep Vooch, which I have done, I've kept him for $40 pretty much every year moving forward right. on a four-year contract. Jeez. So it's very it's it's very similar to how the NBA operates. Yeah. Um, if you want to trade that player, you can trade them, um, but the team has to keep them on that. Um, same contract contract exactly um until they either want to drop them which is probably not the thing that you'd want to do on a good contract um or again trade them off or until that contract expires okay and all right right. very good jesus that's a lot lot i like it a very in-depth yeah very in-depth um but yeah so essentially we've got three keepers um that you can have on a four-year contract a two-year contract or a rookie contract so i've got Obviously, Jar Jar Morant on my rookie contract, oh. um, and then I've probably got a couple of options this year between Fred VanVleet, Vooch, Capella, 
Right. I don't know if I'd keep CP3. He's probably a little bit old and a bit too unpredictable to yep. determine what he's going to do next year, but I'm really glad I got him this year. Yeah, it's a good yeah, one. It's great good, pick good, good pick up this year. <laughs> yeah, he was pretty cheap too. It was like 20 something dollars. So yep. I was very happy with that. And so um, to win a game on your, do you guys do a head to head and then for a week or something and then play yeah. and then go on categories or do you guys, is it different for your, for, nah, it, it's, it's pretty much just head to head. Yeah. Um, but uh, on a plus and minus point system. So right. um, plus one for obviously made shot, uh, uh, made field goal, uh, plus one for made free throw, plus one for assist, plus one for uh, rebound, plus two for block, plus two for steal. Yep. Um, so, and then minus one for missed free throw, minus one for missed field goal, uh, mm. minus one for turnover, and then... Double doubles is plus five. Triple doubles is plus ten. All right. No, it's cool. I like it. I think that's what sure, uh, that's... we should move into in the yeah, coming years. Our league is sort of like a head to head for a week. So you, you verse someone yep. for a week, and then yep. um, it's on categories. So there's eight categories. Mm-hmm. So you got to win the category to get a point in the week. Oh, okay. So what happens gotcha. is I think there's I think there's points, assists, rebounds, field goal percentage, steals. Blocks and free throw percentage and free throw percentage. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. you need. So if you say you got the whole week and then you got to, it all adds up. You know all the players for the week and then you go, okay, um, yeah, who won the rebound? If someone won the rebound, that's one point to the person that wins one the rebound. Point. Right. Okay. So there's uh, eight so, eight points up for grabs. Yeah. Yep. Um, and then you try to win the category. Yeah. And yeah, we so get your, a draft for at the start of the season. Yeah. Just a snake snake draft? Yeah, yeah just a snake yeah, draft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, definitely, like, yeah, I think that's a, a really um, – it, it's a very hard fantasy to build because you've got you to take into account every category. Um, yeah. So, yeah, you want to try and have someone that's that's going to do a bit of everything across the board, but Correct. then you also yeah. want someone who's just going to be a beast on the boards to yeah. win you that one category, basically, win it week in, week out. Yeah, because I think I had the fourth pick, I think, and I picked Doncic. So, because obviously yeah. Doncic is going to do everything. Chip in, everything. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And then I was like, okay, my second pick, what I need. Okay, I think I need a big center who's going to obviously get lots of rebounds, get blocks, get... You know, you, it's a big. You got to think about a lot of things. About yeah. if do you want someone that's going to get you one of every one of everything on a on a category? You want someone that's going to do a lot of everything, especially yeah. too because yeah. you're looking at the draft and you want to pick the best player that's still available there as well. You don't Absolutely, want to be and sometimes down the and someone who where you could have got someone else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's always the hardest thing about a draft is trying to. I suppose a a, a snake draft is um, trying to figure out where players might be bettering their position, their yeah, average yeah. draft position. Yeah, because yeah. I think we have, I think you, got, you obviously got a point guard, a shooting guard, small forward, power forward, center, and then a yeah. guard, a forward, three utilities, and three bench spots. Right, so you've got uh, eight players that get your get your points? Uh, so you've got on, one, two, um, ten. Yeah, ten. Ten. So all ten, ten, ten get so your points. pretty much whoever's on the bench can't score that. Uh, can't score, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and yeah. we do have yeah. an IR spot. Which so, is yeah, injury yeah. replacement. So anyone who's injury, on a yeah. long-lasting injury can go down there and yeah. bring someone else in. Yeah, I'm just done. Yeah. Don't use it. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose for category for a category one, I'm not sure if you'd use it too much. 
um, unless it's someone amazingly, yeah. you know, like maybe potentially a CJ or yeah, um, we did and we, we've sort of put some like not official, but they're sort of official rules in our chat. You know, yeah, so don't you can't you... just throw everyone <laughs> onto that injury replacement. Like it's got to be someone who'd be the first two round worthy in a draft. Ah, uh, okay. So you gotcha. can't just have say so a, a role player who's playing really well and oh, he's picked up a niggle for a couple games. Niggle, and I'll put yeah, him one or two games. Else yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But we, yeah, because yeah, we, we do have people in our fantasy who are really like hard on everything. At all like, it's just like okay, there's people um, that are like okay, one of the guys that's top in our standings or something. He like you can see all the things he does, as in like he goes, he'll put out a couple players every every day or something and bring a couple in. Yeah, um, so we actually had to change the um, <laughs> waiver the players you can bring in and out each week. The transition, yeah, yeah. the transaction. Yeah. Sorry, um, I think they were at seven, so you could virtually change your lineup wow. every day. The whole lineup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, now it's gone down to three, so you can only make three yeah. free agent changes a week. That's. I think that's probably fair. It makes you stick to your your main team a bit more, so it puts a bit more emphasis on that initial draft that you do. Oh, yep. definitely. And that too, yeah. you can't just pick and choose, all right, he's playing tomorrow, so I'll pick him up and he's not playing, so I'll drop him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yep. But yeah, so um, working how how everyone's going in the league, um, me, me, I sort of was down in second last of my conference. Um, yeah. I think, I don't know where I am. I think I'm probably, I think I'm, yeah, I'm the same again, fourth, fourth in the West out of five. Um, struggling a little bit because I've still have Drummond and and <laughs> still have Drummond and Blake Griffin <laughs> in my in my team. Oh dear. Um, yeah, but Jacob, where are you in the, the ladder at the moment, mate? So yeah, out of the five teams in my standings, I'm currently third. Cool. Um, twelve and a half games behind first, who's pretty well ahead in six games behind second. Ooh. So hopefully, can get the half jump. Games behind first. Yeah, so. and that's third. Yeah, wow. That's so pretty tough, yeah. Like the guy that's in yeah. last, he's twenty two and a half games behind yeah. first. So, but it's like because obviously right. it's category, so you go okay, you know, you've got a you, chance you to can, get eight. You can, each week. you can chance to get win someone eight eight nil. Yeah, you know, so yeah, right. And yeah, my, uh, okay, my team got hurt in the last couple of weeks just with the um, Spurs having the COVID, and I had yeah. I got Demar Derozan, and then he had a few games off, and I've had a little bit of that going on. I've also had Kyrie Irving who misses the odd game here or there, yeah. which never helps. Yeah, but you know, it's, I, I, I'm the kind of person that forgets about it. So this is the big story about this week. Um, oh no! Um, I forget about it, and then I could like this week. I just com- sometimes I just completely forget about it. Sometimes I just can't be bothered. Um, this week, uh, I completely forgot about it until when? So because it's obviously three days ago. Because it's so tu- for the last three days. So it's, it's Tuesday to Monday, obviously, because that's the week of you know. Yep. So Tuesday yep. to Monday. Um, I didn't look at it until Thursday or Friday. Okay. I completely yes. forgot. So all my players were not in set. So you obviously can set it every day, obviously, to change. Yeah. Um, yeah. My so guys you basically missed three days. Yeah, I think I'm not I, setting a team. Did I have Doncic on my – yeah, I think I had Doncic or something on my – Could have. I can't remember. On my, top of my what's name the whole week. Yeah. Um, so I had, I had some three good players in my, in my, in my thing from the whole week. Um, yeah. And I was down – what was I down? 7-1. Yep. Seven one, two days to go. Um, I ended up bringing. I thought I drew. Okay, this is the thing. I thought I drew four all, but apparently I've lost five three. So that's not too bad from seven one down. From being seven one down and not setting a team for three and days. Setting, yeah. So yeah. Apparently, so apparently, what was the category that you lost? Um, 
So um, you, you I, but I thought I got finger of the block. That's what I thought I got the draw. The draw on. Oh, I mean the I win. <laughs> yeah, so Pat, okay. I thought in the last game it was with the Charlotte, uh, Lamelo needed one block. Okay, Lamelo needed one block, and I would have won the category to bring it to four four. Yeah, but for some reason I haven't won the category, so I don't know what's going on here. But um, apparently I've lost the category by heaps, so I don't know what's going on with the app. But um, and I was like, okay, I need one block, and Lamelo <laughs> did not have a block, um, but he. Got a block with 50 seconds left in the game, so I went nuts and thought I drew from four, four or drew from nowhere. Um, but it looks like I lost, so there you go. <laughs> Must have just done your math wrong, mate. Uh, it said on the thing that I won four, it was four, four, so I don't know what's going on there, <laughs> but yes, so um, I'd just like to throw out there that, of course, you picked up Lamello. Yes, uh, <laughs> I've actually got the, I've actually got the top three fan favorite, mate. I've got the top three um players in this draft. Oh, okay. Uh, I've got I got Anthony Edwards, I've got James Wiseman, oh, right. and I've got Lamelo yeah. Ball. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Some reason you it still got Edwards. Like hey, you still got Edwards. Yes. So this is the big thing about a lot of people. A lot of people hate me because I have not made one transaction this this um this fantasy this year. You haven't gone to the acquisition to the waivers for I've, one person. I've not. I've not made one transaction. And you're sitting where? <laughs> Second last. <laughs> I just get, I just because a lot of people get pissed off because people get offering me trades and I just always decline and yeah yeah no yeah. oh, okay well, yeah so, there's always a reason behind some managers' decisions yeah so <laughs> there's a big thing there's a big argument last night I don't know Jacob Jacob knows a little bit about it he wasn't there but um there was a they few filled in a little bit there was a few drinks involved but um yeah so there was a big thing about. Uh, someone needed to hit a big hit a shot, a beer pong shot from a long way back. Uh, and I'll yep. give them Doncic for a free. Oh, right. So I allowed it and we had all this thing. Okay. And then everyone missed. Uh, and then one guy said, okay. Um, one guy has Giannis. One of our mates has Giannis. Um, and uh, he was like, okay. Um, one guy was like, okay, I'll take Giannis if, if I hit this. And he hit it. And the guy agreed that he would give Giannis before the yeah. shot. And now he's trying to back out of it. <laughs> um, so it, there's this big argument happening and uh, apparently I'm not supposed to be involved. I was like, okay, I've had enough of this. I'm going to give the guy Doncic for a free agent. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Interesting to say the least. But but it's, yeah, and, very um, interesting tactics. And with you in doing that, you've just given Doncic away and I'm now playing that guy this week. So thanks, thanks oh, for that. No. Has repercussions on everyone, but obviously that's obviously the the whole group has the thing for you know to veto it. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But the guy that's the the league, the guy that has the Giannis, um, is the is the league is that, like the commissioner yeah. of our league. He's the league commissioner. Yeah, yeah right, right, right. So he can. So he, of course, he's gonna approve it. Yeah. Well, he's not gonna approve it because he doesn't want it. He doesn't want to lose Giannis. <laughs> oh, he's the one getting rid of you. Yes, he's the one. He's right. the one that yeah, made no, it. Okay. So there's this big argument last night, but. You know what's what we don't know what's going to happen. So <laughs> don't know if I don't, like know if I still have, a, uh... don't know if I still have Donji or not, or I have Marcus Smart. <laughs> oh God, so, it's a bit of a drop. Yeah, no, a very drop. interesting one there from yourself. All right, so that's probably where we end up on fantasy because we probably talked about that's probably the most we've ever talked about fantasy. So <laughs> no, nah, most definitely, but no, very enjoyable. Good to see how uh, Jeremy does it too. I, I like the way they do it yeah. with the keeper style and then. The head to head. It's a lot of money so. to put in, though. <laughs> it, it, oh, yeah, right. no, definitely, uh, yeah. 
at your own peril if you want to include uh, a bit of cash yeah. in the league. Do you guys use a bit? Do you guys have a bit of uh, money well, on the line? We do have money, but we but our the group our group's the kind of uh, that would be like okay. We'll do money, but we don't pay before, and then everyone doesn't pay, and, oh, then, everyone, and then it never happens. And, and then it, never it never happens. Yeah. So yeah, I don't, I don't reckon it will happen. But because <laughs> we'll people that are last won't pay. <laughs> yeah, I suppose it has to come down to one person to hold on to the cash, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. If you're going to give it all before, but I don't know if we trust anyone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's the thing. Like that. All right. So yeah, we'll move it. We'll move up out of fantasy. Um, yeah. What we'll do is we'll go to a quick break. Um, and then we will be talking about some of the questions that we are being asked on Instagram. Join me, Martin Davis, on the Fifth Quarter Podcast with Marty Davis, your home for the AFL. Now back to Jacob and Adam with some basketball action. All right, and uh, welcome back from the break, guys. So... Uh... Sitting alongside me is Adam, and we've still got on the phone Jeremy over from the Queensland. So hopefully you're still enjoying it, Jeremy, and you're still vibing along. Absolutely. Yep, I could chat about basketball pretty much all day. <laughs> oh, no, very good. Love to hear it. So we're going to head into some of the questions now, and these ones are pretty much all coming from our Instagram page. So if you're not following that one, you can hit us up at the five. Uh, it's just Five Point Pod, and we'll put up there. You can see some of our TikTok videos that we've had going out recently yeah, some tiktoks have been going absolutely nuts yeah so we're loving it all and we we're just filling in jeremy during the break about it yeah <laughs> so, very um, impressive very impressive yeah so we'll kick start <laughs> it so this one comes from marty underscore davis 23 and he said to us has the mellow sealed rookie of the year jeremy you want to start um... knows what i'm gonna say <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think he's getting closer. Um, I don't. I don't think he's sealed it. There's still what half the season to go, and yeah, definitely anything can can happen or can change. Um, but I think he's he's head above, uh, shoulders above the rest um, when it comes to the production that he's been putting in and the impact that he's been having on the on his yeah. team. Um, yeah, your next your next best bet would probably be Wiseman, um, who's having a somewhat of a, a decent impact yeah. but not not quite the same i guess the injury um, now hurts him a little yeah, bit as well and even yeah even and of, injuries and things one of the other guys tyrus halliburton obviously halliburton he, he was is, he was coming he was coming a little bit in the last probably yeah. uh, probably a few weeks ago just before and now he's got injured again so yeah. did get um, the only thing with halliburton is yeah yeah and that's definitely a really good he's, he's been playing really well on, on a sacramento team and un, until his recent injury, but uh, did he leave it too late um, in the season? Yeah. Because I think Lamelo pretty much kicked off from the start. Like he was, he was playing really well from almost lived game up, one. Lived up to the expectation straight away. So yeah, exactly, exactly. Halliburton took a little bit of time to get going, but now he's now he's well, he was in a groove. Yeah, and I'll just jump on the back of that, Jeremy. Yeah, I think he's definitely the front runner as far as the rookie of the year is concerned. Um, yeah, jumped out the blocks pretty much the start of the season compared to any other rookie. And even now being promoted into the starting lineup with Devontae Graham out and they're trying to play their three-point guards in their lineup with Terry Rosier as well. Yeah, He's still putting up bigger numbers than what he was from the bench. So he's still improving, still playing a very uh, vital role for him. He's scored, yeah, as far starting as, to score a little bit more now. Yeah, no, definitely. And he's looking really good as far as what next players come up. It'll probably be yeah, Halliburton. Um, Wiseman, Wiseman, Edwards. Edwards is still playing well. Don't know if any of you boys saw his posted the other day when he jumped half a man oh. high to. It was absolutely it was hard to miss. Is that 
that that can, hard to like, There's no. I don't think there's any other dunk that could beat that. I I, I don't think like, so. How like how could you how? beat that? <laughs> so uh, yeah, no, I think he's definitely the front runner, Adam. Anyway, I think it's pretty clear to know your thoughts. Yeah, yeah, I, he's hundred <laughs> percent. He's not losing it. <laughs> how, how much money have you got on him to win, Adam? Oh, not enough. I've got I've got my <laughs> love for him. <laughs> he's just as 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 like one of my favorite players. Yeah, no, I just love him. So he's he's getting it. He's winning it. It's not. There's no competition. <laughs> uh, you don't know. Anything can happen. Yeah, you never know. Yeah, it's right. <laughs> he gets That's injured right. now. He's still he's won it already. I think he's. Oh. I think he's won. Ninety nine. Ninety nine percent. Yeah, I think he's won it. I won it already. It might be yeah. similar to a Zion from last year. He's. It, it would still be in there even with minimal no, games played won. if he gets he's injured. Won. He's won. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but uh, we we'll jump on to our next one. Comes from a good mate of ours, Hamish underscore Turner underscore five. Too many underscores. Way too many underscores. Need to sort that out. Comes with Curry has already won MVP. None of this LaBum shit, he reckons. <laughs> so, uh, how about Jeremy? What are your thoughts? Who do you reckon would be front runner for MVP? Do you reckon it's uh, Curry, like our mate here, reckons he's pretty much won it already? We don't need to even continue the season, or do you think someone else is jumping out of the blocks? No, look, I think this year is probably one of the years where I couldn't put my finger on one person. Um, I, I think it's going to be a fair spread against quite a few players. Um, and I'll throw a couple in there that may or may not um, go well with some people. But, uh, Adam, this will probably go well with you with um, Joel Embiid. Yeah, as you're saying that, Jeremy, sorry to cut you off there. But he's actually <laughs> just jumped up to rip his jersey off of his uh, thing to get it out, his Embiid jersey. Oh, so he's, he uh, he's in of full flight at the moment. <laughs> um, no, yeah, I think, I think Embiid's been playing a, a really, really good brand of basketball in the last couple of weeks. And if he keeps that up, um, especially after the after the All Star break, I think he's going to be uh, one of the front runners uh, for MVP. Um, also hard, you know, hard to go past Curry. Look, he's he's uh, pretty much the lone the lone player on a decide besides when uh, Draymond somewhat, decides to pop up here and there. He, yeah, Draymond play a good game every once every seventeen five or so. Yeah, yeah that, that was pretty crazy. You've got um, decide to pop up here. Wiggins, but I think he a lot of the workload is coming down on Curry still, and you know uh, he's uh, popping up and you know putting up some crazy numbers still. So he is never not in the mix. Um, no, agree. Yeah, I think. Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll go mine. Yeah, mine's definitely Joe Embiid at the moment. <laughs> I, I, I think Joe, I think it's just because obviously you know they go on that those teams that are top of the table. Um, Embiid's having you know he's improved. He's having them. He's not, and he's playing most games. Yeah, he's not. He's not taking off yeah. those. Yeah. He's not taking off that. He's not having back to back. Yeah, he's not taking off that. He's not missing back to back. He's not yeah. not taking off that second game that he used, and that's what obviously that's showing obviously for our team. Um, Playing, we're obviously playing. Uh, we're struggling a little bit. We've been struggling a little bit in the last probably two weeks, but um, Embiid's still showing up, isn't he? Forty point oh, games, definitely. Um, whipping out step backs and doing everything. Hard and step backs, <laughs> doing a bit of everything. Yep. Um, yep. I think he's number one at the moment. Um, I'd still have probably. Um, I think I think we had I think I had LeBron at number one before two weeks ago. I think I still have him at two. I think I'd have him at two now still. Because um, he's still carrying a team that's you know struggling a little bit, still doing really well, still putting up big numbers, um, and then obviously I had to rant around there, didn't I? But yeah. Jokic is Jokic is probably he hasn't well, he's kept around the same, hasn't he? he? Hasn't really. So I'd probably say Jokic is around at three or four. 
you say kept around the same, but the man's still going triple doubles most games yeah. and everything else. <laughs> <laughs> He's still amazing. Yeah, I think, yeah, as far as me, it's, it's going to go off probably one of the whoever team has the best or finishes top of the league, really. So, as it's probably been announced in previous years. So, I reckon Embiid and LeBron would probably lead the charge, especially with Davis out. Jokic, I'd have around that mark. Curry, I'd definitely have around the mark. I think it just kind of depends on where the Warriors finish up and how far they go. It depends how long Durant is out for as well, because he was up there. Yeah, no, for sure. And also, you could throw Durant in there. You could throw Kawhi Leonard in there too. Yeah. Um, There's a few other names, but I think... You could still still put something on Giannis as well. Like, he's... He's oh, all, I think he, now he's always going to be up in the mix, probably top five. Yeah. Um, you know, it'll triple double every now and then. Yeah. He's probably always he's always going to be a beast on the boards. And one I'll throw um, out for you, Jeremy, is uh for one of your boys. What are your thoughts on say Damian Lillard, who's popping Dame? off? I would love with, to uh, see him. No Nurkic, no CJ yep. McCollum, no CJ, and he's putting up monster numbers really as well. And I think what they went on a. Uh, six or seven game winning streak without those two. Yeah. Um, pretty much coming off off Dame just going crazy. So um, I think he, he will be in the mix and, and I think he will get an MVP before um, before he finishes I up. I like that time. Um, I, I, he'll, definitely, he'll definitely do it. Definitely. We'd like to Maybe it. not this yeah, year. Maybe not this yeah, year. Yeah, you'd like to see it. You'd hope yeah. so. You'd love to see it. Just for you everything. Couldn't have, you couldn't have hoped it for a better... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. So we should we move into the next question? Yep. So our uh, man. So just before we leave on for that one, don't know if Curry's quite won the MVP. Sorry to break your heart yeah. right there. <laughs> but yeah, coming into oh probably number one fanboy of uh, our podcast, I would say is the great man himself. Uh, underscore Jake Armstrong always comes in with the hard hitting questions. Absolutely loves it. So he's got two yet again. I think he threw in like five last time. Yep. So he's only got two for today. Um, but he's gone with boys. With the trade deadline closing this month, any big moves you could see happening? What do we reckon? Yes, yeah, so we sort of touched on this before. We didn't. Um, probably what there isn't probably going to be too much happening. You'd only you'd only see probably maybe the two that obviously like maybe Blake Griffin, maybe Andre Drummond, but they could go in the buyout market as well. So yeah, um, I don't know. I don't. I don't see much happening. Maybe just some of those contending teams getting an extra. Couple role players, couple role players like that, or something. Yeah. But I'm not. I, I don't think too much will be happening. What do you think, Jeremy? What do we reckon about Demarcus Cousins? What's where's he going to end oh, yeah, up? Yeah, is he going to is he going to stay um, stay at um, Washington? No, so he, he was he was he was at um, he was at, he was at the Rockets. He was at the yeah. Rockets. Houston, sorry, Houston. Yeah. yeah. Um, is he going to stay at Houston or well, is he? I believe there was rumors of him going out, to potentially already. So I think he's. I think they're just about to buy him out. I've heard. So he's so it looks like he's going to be able to. He's going to sign. stay. No, well, he's, they're going to buy him out. So obviously he's going to have to, he have to sign for someone. And I'm guessing it would be who's going to pick him up. Probably in a, it has to be a contending team. I would think so. Surely. I mean, like with most of the rumors that's been going around, you know, you got the Lakers thrown in there, and could be everything. Could, could like be a that. huge opportunity for a team like Brooklyn Nets to get a center. Oh, definitely. Especially their only yeah. real center at the moment is DeAndre Jordan. So at least they'll have a backup option. Yeah. As well, if not, then they can pick and choose who starts who's yeah. off the bench. Um, as far as massive moves, I don't think there's going to be anything that comes out of the blue. Mm. Um, no. Really, it's hard to see. Everyone seems to be fairly, you know, content with their teams at the moment. Yeah. Of the sort. We probably would have heard about it by now. A lot of rumours go around before the actual trade happens. And it's been a pretty quiet um, lead into the trade deadline. Yeah. Uh, not too much rumours and things gone around. Um 
Wodge isn't uh, tweeting as much. He as isn't. Much. Yeah, um, nah. you nah, usually, hear, yeah. usually hear a lot. So got a exactly, usually plenty of Wodge bombs. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> it. That's it. But I think as far as all the um, blockbuster trades gone, I think they all kind of happened at the start of the season. You know, we yeah, had did. a lot happening there. And then also, we might move on to our next question then from the great man Jake Armstrong. He's uh, he's put to us. He goes, uh, also, who wins a one v one game out of you two, and why? Oh, that's a big question. So, so it's a nice hot take here. Um, interesting one for sure. Um. I mean, as far as the reply to that one goes, um, stay tuned as far as we're concerned. We're hoping to get something teed up shortly um, to bring that out, hopefully a 1v1 game. Yeah. And um, I think we'll leave it to them to maybe decide who, who takes the chocolates. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I'm a bit of an injury at the moment, so I can't. But yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll, we're, we're, we're definitely working on it. We've been thinking about we're going to go in a game and we're going to have a game of 21 and well, actually, I think we're going to have a recording of it, aren't we? Yeah, I think so, we're planning to get it recorded, so it should be interesting um, as far as that one goes. Stay tuned. That's add on, good, that's add on from that one, if uh, if Adam's injured, what about a uh, 2K one-on-one? Ooh. Who would win there? 2K. Um, mm. Jacob, probably. Yeah, without being arrogant, I think I'd take the chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I've been struggling a little bit against... I struggle against Jacob. I do well against other people. I struggle always against Jacob in any 2K. That's your, but, that's uh, your bogey. Yeah, it yeah, is. It's your it bogey is. player. I, yeah. I get beaten every time by him. Yeah, fair to say. I've got him in my pocket, that's for sure. 100% that's in it. the back pocket. <laughs> <laughs> you live in his head rent-free, mate. That's it. That's it. But actually, that might not be a bad one to get the recording out for as well, I reckon, if we yeah. can't get on the court soon might do that so uh i think in answering that one i'll take the chocolate so far if we're going off 2k real yeah. life stay tuned real <laughs> life, real life stay tuned yeah and last one i like this take too this one comes from matt chiavada he goes who's the aussie goat jingles or patty mills so jeremy what's your take on that one hmm can... Are we just talking about those two? Yeah, well, I think we'll start with those two, and we can throw in other yeah. names from there. I reckon. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, let's yeah. go. Who, who's, who's the who's better out of those two? I think at the moment, uh, Joe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I agree. Joe's probably having a little bit more impact on the on the jazz. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't, outside of the odd tweet from ESPN uh, AU, um, I haven't heard of too much Patty. Paddy stories going around this year. Yeah, um, I think he had a better year last year with uh, with San Antonio, but um, I think yeah, so. I think I'll, I'll probably put my money on, on Joey. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I think I'm going to take. I'm going to go on the take of body of work, and I'm going to go as as in oh, a career, their careers at the moment. I'm going to go with Paddy Mills. Hmm. I think as a career at the moment, Jingles is getting there. Definitely, because he's nearly in. Was he leading threes for Utah now at all times? I believe so. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Patty Mills just from the body of work at the moment. Um, yeah. Is he is he my Aussie goat? <laughs> Probably not. Um, you, I don't know. What's your thoughts, guys? Is it Jingle or or how about you, Jingles or Patty Mills first, Jacob? Um. Look, I'm a little bit on the fence. I think it depends on how you take it. NBA, I'd probably take Jingles. Yeah. If you're looking at how they play for the Australian Boomers, Australian team, I'd, yeah, take, Patty, I'd take Patty all Mills. Yeah. Patty, all day, yeah. Yeah, if you're comparing it that way. Yeah. Just when you look at them on the NBA, 
obviously Jingles gets the starting role with mm-hmm. where he is and plays very well. Where yeah, Matty yeah. Mills has always come off the bench. But do you, so, so. And then do yeah. you take this question as, okay, do they have to play in the NBA? Because oh, not necessarily, but over, we're comparing it yeah. to those two. Yeah. yeah. But okay, if you're not, so do you guys think that player that you've picked then is the Aussie GOAT? Ooh. No. Don't think so. No, not out of those two. Jeremy? Bogut. Bogut, okay. Yeah. Uh, Jacob? Well, hard to go past the great man, Andrew Gaze. I was thinking, Ooh, um, I was yeah. thinking, I was thinking the exact same. Well, I mean, you, you personally never saw him play, mm-hmm. but you just look at the sheer numbers and yeah. everything he put up. And um, I can't remember what stat it is. He's the one and only man to win one of the NBL uh, awards that came out and they scrapped it for that reason. Yeah, because he it was the scoring he, champion one, I he, believe it was. Or yeah, no, right. It was the no, it was the uh, like the players. No, it was some other some other like MVP. Yeah, some other MVP award. I think I don't know what it was, but he won like ten in a row. And then they said no, we don't. Or four wow. six in a row. And yeah. they said they said no, we're scrapping that now. Huh. So I'd probably have him, but I wouldn't be surprised. Like a little hot take, but Ben Simmons could surpass him, I reckon, to be the goat, but not not at this you stage. Know what? You know what? You know how you know how I was thinking that. I reckon Ben Simmons is already past it. You reckon? No. You reckon? I reckon. You reckon? Be- okay. I, I I think if I said okay, who's the goat of body of work? You go Gazy. Um, the goat, the greatest. If you're going on sheer on who's the best player or who's the you know or who's he's the only one with an all star appearance in the NBA, which is the top basketball oh, think, league in the world. Yeah. I think if you're looking at if you're looking at um who is the better player yeah um, between the two you you definitely go with Simmons but in terms of obviously Simmons is only early in his career yeah. um so you can't really compare him at the moment to what Gaze has done yeah, or correct. what many of the other Australian uh, big boys have done as well yeah so Jack has actually found but he will definitely get there. Jack has actually found this scrapped award so yeah. so this one's called the NBL Most Efficient Player Award. And this was okay. brought in from 1990 to 1997. And it was pretty much the most efficient scorer in the league. And it was discontinued after 1997 <laughs> because Andrew Gaze was the only player to win the award. So how many, he, how, many, how many years did it go for? He went for eight years and he won it eight times. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, the man, the man. And what was, he, what, what was he shooting? What was, what was the uh, winning... Winning uh, field goal percentage for that for those years, for those years, um, he was shooting fifty-seven percent uh, nearly every year. Yeah, over yeah, just under probably sixty to 60%. over fifty percent most years. Yeah, wow. Yep, and yeah, that is impressive. <laughs> and he he finished um, NBL his career averaging over thirty points. As yeah, well. it's crazy. It's like Ooh. that's that's the thing. Like, man, this man won what? How many MVPs? He, av- yeah. he averaged so, 30 points a game in, M- in the NBA. With over 50% shooting as well. Jesus. Let alone you throw in the, yeah, everything else. He was shooting oh, a smidge under 40% from three as well. So fair to say the man did a fair bit. <laughs> and that's on five, Definitely. Ass- five assists, just under six rebounds, uh, nearly two steals a game, and just under half a block a game. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> So I think I'd have him as my Aussie. No, I'd, I'd probably. I know I said, but I think I think Gazy is still top, but just sheer on like 
who's the best player, Ben Simmons. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, let's should we move on to the next before we move on to the next question, I reckon. So that's all from our Instagram. Okay. I don't know if Joseph has a question for us. Yeah, so man. Jeremy, I don't know if you've listened to our but Joseph's one of the one of the guys that just sends us a message every week and wants he gives us those big questions. So I think yep. last week's question was who's the GOAT, Jordan or LeBron? So we had that with <laughs> me and Jagger that big de- the big debate about that. Um but yeah, so this week's question, he's actually gone who is um, sort of the spirit of the all-star game who is the best nba all-star game participant ever oh so you can go on NBA. you can you can go on it's pretty much he's pretty much saying who's probably done the best in their all-star game career appearances yeah so on on all-star the all-star game specifically who's the best of right oh Oof, geez, that's a tough one. Yeah, he likes he likes his tough questions. Yeah, no, very tough. We've had some tough ones. They're very he likes those kind of questions. Um I guess it depends on how you take it. Like I mean you can go off MVP. You can go off you can all-star, go, yeah. all-star game MVPs. You can go off MVPs. Also how many appearances too. That, that makes yeah, a difference too. Yeah, um, he's he's going on he's going on. Specifically on the All Star Game, so not about on the say, actual game. So yeah. if say there's someone like a, you know, obviously LeBron has all these, you know, you know, he's probably the, I think with this year he's the most. I think so of yeah. all time. Um, but it, it might not be him because he might not be as good or something, but good in the All Star Game. So it's All Star Game specifically. Oh. That's tough because you've got so many areas yeah, that you could yeah. potentially go from. Yeah. Um, I'd put I'd I'd probably put Kawhi Leonard up there actually. Ooh. He um he he usually always plays such a good All Star game. Yeah. Um, when everyone's kind of I suppose well, when when it used to be uh, a bit of a fun thing for everyone and you know just putting up points and things, Kawhi would actually kind of play the game as it should be mm-hmm. it yeah. should be a contest of it should be a contest of the best players in the league going uh going against each yeah. other and I, I do agree that yes they probably shouldn't go balls out and like you know <laughs> play as hard as they can and potentially hurt yeah, themselves yeah. We, we don't want to see that but we do want to see a very competitive game and uh for the amount of all-star appearances that Ka- uh, Kawhi has had mm-hmm. and uh, the amount of times that he, he's won the MVP as well I think it's Two or three times he's won MVP. The f- um, All Star MVP. He's actually only won it once, and that was last year, twenty twenty. Yep, the only year he's ever won the All Star yeah, okay. uh, All Star MVP. Right. Yep. There you go. Well, I think I think he'd be up there for probably one of my players to. I wouldn't say greatest of all time at the um, at the All Star game, but he'd definitely be an interesting player to watch when it comes to the yeah, game. So Jacob. Yeah, no, most definitely uh, off that one, Jeremy. I guess another way you look at it too, there's so many players you probably haven't seen in that too and you just don't know yep. what they would have been like. A um, couple I'd throw at you of recent times that probably lighted up. you got Kevin Durant. Yeah. you got, I mean, Russell yep. Westbrook charging down the line and just yamming it down. You've got, <laughs> got LeBron James, obviously. You've got obviously LeBron James. You've got Steph Curry who just either shoots it from anywhere or... You know, you got your bounce pass assist to Giannis off 
off yeah. the ground. You got all that. Well, some, um, of the, some of those players you mentioned never won an MVP, so but they still could be the they still could be the best player of all time in 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 an oh, All Star yeah, game. Yeah. So for sure. Um, poor. Yeah, I probably have to go either Kevin Durant or LeBron James. Probably go LeBron James, I would think. Yeah, okay. just for the amount of years he would have provide to the all-star game too yeah so i'm my one i'm going to go with i'm going to go with who it's actually named after now i'm going to go with kobe bryant um so he's actually equal top of the mvps um of uh, all-star mvps and i that's still still i know i said you know you can't always take that into account but it's still you know he's how many he's had of, uh, he's, he's had four, so he's equal top with Bob Pettit, who's also had four MVPs. Um, but I think Kobe Bryant, with every yeah. single time he plays this game, he plays hard. Yeah. Um, and he wants yeah. to win yeah. and he wants his team. Um, Similar to like what Jeremy was mentioning about Kawhi, he plays it the way it should be. Yeah. You know, actually playing it to should win, be played. not yep. there as like the full showcase and Razzy Dazzy yeah. like, it, like it kind of is as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, so I'm gonna go Kobe Bryant for that one. I think I think every time he plays, I swear he's on thirty points on that all-star. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, so that he won it in two thousand two, two thousand seven, two thousand nine, two thousand eleven. So every couple of years, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm yep. going with Kobe. So obviously they changed the game, obviously from his um, his sad passing last year, um, and then they actually they actually made the game pretty. No- more competitive, didn't they? Last yeah, year no, it was good that, to see. So it wasn't. It, yeah, they did. It was. It wasn't just you know a highlight show where everyone's taking circus threes or yeah, you know, it was actually still playing the spirits. It was very competitive, which was good to see. Um, might just have one more question before we finish up. Yeah, want to get your thoughts after coming off Joseph question, Joseph's uh, question last week. Yeah, yeah, do you reckon it's possible to say if I was to say to you, um. Michael Jordan is the GOAT, mm-hmm. but LeBron James is the best basketball player of all time. Jeez. Do you reckon you could have that as a debating point? And what I mean by that is in, like, just looking down at the skills, a playing ability and everything, mm-hmm. I'd have LeBron James the best player of all time. Mm-hmm. As far as what my GOAT of basketball is concerned, I'd have Michael Jordan. Just on the way he changed the way of basketball, he made it the way it is today, how publicly you know, spread it is, mm-hmm. how much um, excitement is brought to the game and everything like that. So I thought, I actually saw this one on a TikTok and <laughs> I thought it was a very, like, I thought it was pretty interesting. Like you don't really think of that. You just think as you go, as you change the game, best player ever. Do you think it's possible to have the GOAT and best player of all time as two separate conversations? No. <laughs> no? No, I think, I, I, just, I just, like, I just, I think people just think, you know, the same it's just, it's too hard to do that. I think because yeah. be, I think it'd be too much confusion on that kind of thing. No, no, that's fair enough. Yeah. I just thought it was an interesting, it's, it's definitely, interesting, it's definitely point. Yeah. interesting, but obviously I'd have the same for both things. So yeah. What about yourself, Jeremy? What do you yeah. reckon? I, I think that's a very interesting question or interesting way of putting it there. Uh, Jacob, like I think Jordan definitely changed the way that the game is played and portrayed across the world. Um, doing the things that he did at that time. Um, and you know, if that never happened, who knows what the league would be like now? Um, it could be a very different, a very different league. Um, but then, and then again, yeah, you've got the ongoing debate, which is, you know, thrown out time and time again, which is who is the, who is the greatest of all Mm -hmm. time. And that does cover so many different aspects of basketball. It doesn't, it doesn't just cover, you know, points, uh, assists, rebounds, uh, rings, 
um, it covers a whole wide range of things. So I do think, uh, Jacob, that you can ask that question of, you know, who is actually just the better basketball player, not who is the greatest of all time in the sense of NBA basketball. Um, and I think putting it that way, I'd probably still go with Jordan. <laughs> yeah, no. I'd probably still go with Jordan. Just, yeah, um, who did you pick Jacob last week? I said Jordan, yeah, because yeah. I, I obviously said LeBron, so. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I just thought right. that was a, yeah. a bit but, of a different take on it, like, yeah. you know. Because, you know, yeah, the, definitely, definitely. when you say that, you know, obviously rings come into contention, the way the game was played yeah. it always comes up too. So you kind of split those two from yeah. each other and you look at different See, aspects. The thing is, the way you said uh, as the best player, I think, I think is GOAT and you're saying, the, you know, the best player, of, I think that is the same. So I would be like, okay, maybe the most influential player of all time yeah. would be a better way of saying yeah. it to me specifically. Yeah, yeah. Like I know I'm not saying it says it to everyone, but to me specifically, I'd say most influential player of all time. Yeah. Then that's what I could put. Yeah. I would definitely put Jordan yeah. in that in that category as number one. Um, but it's 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 the way it's said. I yeah. I think as it, I think in my head, player the best player of all time and goat is the same to me. So it's yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah. And, and that, I think that's I'm what most sure. people would say, but it's definitely good to put, pose the question that yeah. way. And I think that's the same for majority of people too. Yeah. Um, Cause obviously, yeah, there's many opinions that go out there, you know, people throw mm. Kobe Bryant into their goat and Steph Curry and everything else. Yeah. yeah. Even, you know, you've got cream and the likes of Shaq, you got so much to throw out mm-hmm. there, but yeah, I thought that was just an interesting way to break it down. I thought pose it. Just, uh, just wait till LeBron gets his own ten-part documentary on it. Yeah, that'll change no, a lot of people's and minds. Everything will change all again. Beautiful. Exactly. <laughs> no, very good. But um, I think as far as today goes, I think that brings the end of our podcast. Jeremy, thanks again for coming on. Our first, uh, no. first guest on the show. You'll always be number one. <laughs> no worries. Always number one. Hope you enjoyed your time here. Absolute and... pleasure, guys. It was no, I had a really great time. Really great time just having a chat and. Um, yeah, talking all things no, basketball. Great to, hear, great to hear your fantasy points too. And um, we hope to get you on the show hopefully again in the future. Definitely hit me up if you need someone to have come on and have oh, a chat. We will for sure. So don't worry about that. So as far as today goes, guys, that comes to the end of the podcast. Um, yeah, to share your thoughts or any comments or questions, um, you can hit us up on the Five Point Podcast on Instagram. Also find us on Facebook at the Five Pointer Podcast. Yeah. You can find us there. Um, we'll have everything out there. Make sure to check our TikToks because we've been doing a lot of TikToks and there's a lot of things <laughs> happening. We went through our all-star team, so we were actually did our picks. So that's a good thing to watch. So make yeah. sure you go check out our TikToks. So we actually went through and did the draft as in we've, we were the all-star captains. So, yeah, definitely check that one out. And Until next time, this is the Five Pointer Podcast with Adam and Jacob. We'll catch you next time. See ya.